Welcome to the Gals Guide to the Galaxy podcast, where a group of gals gather for you one cool thing around our topic of the month. Is it ancient history? Is it breaking news? Is it safe for work? Well, that's up to each gal. All we know is that... Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Welcome back. I'm Katie. I'm joined by Bonnie, Leah, and Rebecca talking about our one cool animal thing. So Bonnie has already talked about Virginia Wolf. Yes. I know dramatically. Virginia <laughs> Wolf. How can I forget? That <laughs> story. <laughs> no, it, it, it definitely had its cute part. Um, <laughs> and its tragic bits. A little bit of, a little little bit of both. Cute, a little cute, a little tragic. <laughs> and Rebecca talked about Molly Beattie, who is amazing and create, courageous. Yes. I almost said creatious, but I'm <laughs> creatious. creative but and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> creative solutions to our problems. But anyway. Yes. I like it. And, and speaking about a woman who does it all, Leah <laughs> talked to us about Josephine Baker and her cheetah. Yes. Chiquita. Chiquita, Chiquita. <laughs> but before we dive back in, let's get to know one random thing about our gal pals. So I want to know. If you guys could magically bestow the ability to talk on one animal, and do you think it needs to be like one animal or like one species of animal? Ah, even I don't know, maybe either or, right? You have a particular one you want to speak with, but if you could let them give them the ability to talk, which animal would it be? Dun, dun, dun. Mm. All right. I have mine. At first I thought right. I want to know what's wrong with my baby cat, but I don't, if, when she starts talking, I don't think it'll ever stop. So I'm, <laughs> so I'm going to go with not cats for me. I like the mystery. Uh, that really helps. I want to know what the fuck is wrong with pandas. Seriously, because you know what I'm saying? Like we can't figure out pandas. Like they eat yeah. one thing and they won't screw to save their species most yeah, of the they time. They don't mate. They don't, they don't mate, mate unless mate. it's like or they if they hate. do, then like yeah. the babies like don't live right. or something. Like what they the fuck is wrong with like, like I love they them. Can't keep them. I don't know. Something's wrong. Yeah. I just want to like I feel like they just Aww. need to speak to us and tell us what do you need, baby panda? What do you yeah. need, mama panda? Because it's something. It's something. Yeah. Um, I love them. They're majestic. They're gorgeous. They're a national treasure, but I need to know. Also, they're jerks. If you've ever seen the video, and I'll put it in the show notes, of the, um, uh, the, the, the keeper is trying to clean up the leaves in the panda enclosure, and the pandas keep knocking over the trash cans with the <laughs> leaves in them on purpose, and then they keep taking the rake away from her, and then they're throwing leaves on her. Like, they're jerks. <laughs> and I want to know what that's all about because I feel like there's a story there. <laughs> For sure. Oh, pandas. <laughs> what is yours, I think, ladies? I might go with uh kind of sticking with maybe our bald eagle theme or some oh. kind of some kind of big like hawks or something, like just to see, just to know what they see. Cause they can fly pretty far. Mm -hmm. And maybe there are things that they're noticing that we aren't noticing as people because we're kind of stuck in, not just now that we're stuck in our little bubbles, but in normal times, we're kind of stuck in our own. We're little, still in like, bubbles. Yeah. We're still mm -hmm. in bubbles and we don't get like a bird's eye view ah. of what's going on. So I was thinking that maybe that would be kind of a cool one. I wouldn't be, yeah. And I wouldn't want my cats to talk. I've had dreams that they talk and yeah. that freaks my <laughs> shit out too much. Like I, uh -huh. 
Because you, I would feel like I was on drugs, and I wouldn't like that feeling. Of I've seen like, that movie where the cat talks yeah. and they're on drugs. Yeah, <laughs> we've all seen that movie. <laughs> Maybe we were on drugs. I don't know, but I think I think I've had enough bad dreams where my cats like try to tell me stuff, and I get it. Like it would be nice for them to be able to say like I'm sick because my tummy hurts, or yes. because I didn't poop today, or whatever. But right, yeah, or but I just hate you were, today, and I'll love you tomorrow. Just like yeah. yeah, or I wish I could eat you, but I'm too small, and you can pick me up and carry right. me around. So or you are a this. broken. Uh, large cat like I've heard the <laughs> I've heard the theory that cats think that uh, humans are just yeah. big broken cats <laughs> they think we're like we our proportions to adult cats is the same or at least I read this I don't know this is, I might have been right. on drugs I'm just kidding <laughs> uh, <laughs> just kidding cold medicine I don't know. but no but it, but they're like our humans proportions to adult cats is the same as their proportion to kittens right so like when they are cuddling with people it's similar to like what size obviously not all cats cuddle but mine do or at least like yeah I think they both do at this point so yeah. I think when they cuddle up like in my like or either in my chest or like on my legs I think it's kind of like reminds them of their kittenhood even though that would have been a really long time ago so I think instinctually there is yeah but I don't want like they already talk to me when they meow and yeah. I'm able to communicate with them well enough to figure out <laughs> yes to decode that message yeah. yeah at least enough to know like okay litter box clean food water right whatever. no you still can't go outside yeah <laughs> <laughs> still not on the table sorry Right. Bonnie, what about you? I don't think I could pick one. I think I would just pick to be a druid and talk to all the animals. Oh, that's a good answer. That'd be good. You'd be a very good animal whisperer. I talk to my dogs all the time and I am hilarious. (laughs) Exactly. Stand up comedian to die. You don't want that to change. You don't want to find out that really they're just being nice. I used to do um, doggy day camp. So I would just like all day just be talking to like 30 dogs all day. Just cracking jokes, cracking myself up. (laughs) I like it. See, this way, if you could talk to dogs and they could talk to you, then you get more material. No, they'd probably be like, ah, this lady again. (laughs) Lady brings me food and love. (laughs) I don't know. We've started to feel at our house. I know the memes have kind of followed this. They've gone from this is every dog's dream, everybody being home, quarantined, looking at us like why are you here (laughs) right and I feel like sometimes our dog's at that point he's like Mm -hmm. really sick of us and then this cracked me up uh so maybe we aren't bathing as much as we might when we have jobs to go to when the dogs with their super smells right and I totally like there was a successful day we all had like uh, I think it was like a couple Sundays ago all three of us bathed during the day and I right (laughs) (laughs) That's a good day. And yeah. suddenly the dog was like way closer to us and on all of our laps and all of that. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Were we offending? <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. But I, I think I'm going to be like Rebecca and I don't need to talk to any of my pets and like Leah. And originally I also thought like Rebecca, maybe birds, but your reason yeah. was like really serene and nice. Yeah. <laughs> My reason was I was imagining them all like Iago from Aladdin. No. Oh. They're all like really big assholes. <laughs> yeah, like, no, it happens. To people all day, and I think I would just crack up. <laughs> but that could be maybe. So like, Might be a you, pleasant surprise. <laughs> right, maybe they're nice. But once you came up with birds, I was like, maybe I need to find another animal, um, and maybe I would choose spiders. Ooh. 
Interesting. I'm super scared of spiders. I know. And I, I went to therapy and I was talking about a spider that was living inside the window, like not actually in the house, but in the window. And she's right. like, you should you should name it and maybe talk to it. I believe it's name it Charlotte. <laughs> right? No. Like, well, this is super- Bonnie's now triggered. I'm sorry, Bonnie. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, well, well, this is super creepy, but I get what you're saying. You know, this isn't some maniacal evil thing. It's a right. being and it could be somebody. Uh, so I think like basically it'd be cool with the spiders. I'd be like, hey, are you triggered? Are we cool? Right. Here's my deal. I need to take a shower. So it'd be great if you weren't on the shower curtain. If you could just go. <laughs> right. Like I will open the side door. You I like it. got a lawn out. So I think I need to be able to converse with spiders. I like how your diplomacy in your fear is your, I, I love that. Talk it out. <laughs> we'll I don't know. I think a talking spider would be even more freaky, like by a million times. Uh, maybe it's just like if you wouldn't maybe know they were there and you just hear a voice in the corner like hey, <laughs> hey, hey. I'm here. <laughs> hey guys i learned the truly fastest way to ruin somebody who's afraid of spiders shower from my son this week oh no because you know when you're home all the time with your whole family as we all many of us are these days yeah uh, the shower is the one place you can go to be away from everybody yeah. and have yourself a minute right so I was in the shower and he came in and was like, mom, there's a shower. There's a spider on the shower curtain. Spider on the shower curtain. You're like, I'm going to kill you, kid. Well, where? Where on it? Where? <laughs> and I'm like, is it, is it, um, side? Oh no, you cut out. Oh no. Oh, oh no. It was just me. Oh no, no, no. I think you cut out. Oh, there you go. Sorry. Oh, maybe it's coming back. Maybe possibly. Hit the very end of the punch. I line. know exactly. It's like, wait a second. No, is it inside or outside? <laughs> yeah. Well, well, there you guys are. There. You oh, guys there you are. are. You're back. Oh, exactly. So okay. Happened. So is it on the inside or the outside? <laughs> no, you guys missed the stunning conclusion to this. We did. Oh, <laughs> we're on the edge of our seats. <laughs> I know. We're like. <laughs> so I, I kind of know the location of said spider at this point. Are you guys still there? Yes, we're okay. still here. Yes, we're intently okay. like totally okay. drawn okay. into this. That, yes. That's the stillness. Um, <laughs> at that point, he goes, never mind, it's gone. And then he left the bathroom. And that's oh. when you had a panic attack. <laughs> that's when I took the rest of my shower, staring at the right corner of the shower curtain, wondering if he was coming after me. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. Mm, I don't gone. think I would have been able to handle that day. That would have been I, like. Mm-hmm. I thought that was gonna end with like one of those little like Halloween like plastic spiders yeah. that you just like throw it in on you or something. But I don't know what's no. worse. Oh God, no, 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 no! You <laughs> know it's there, but not knowing his location or yeah, mm-hmm. if it existed, I I don't know. Oh, terrifying! It's <laughs> also the fun thing for anybody out there that's had kids that are into insects when they get those plastic fun ones and then you have to clean up their toys mm-hmm. and you have to reach and be, is this real? Is this plastic? <laughs> is this real? Is this plastic? Yay. It's but like Russian anyway, roulette. <laughs> yes. I didn't come here to talk about creepy crawlies. It's um, okay. They're all animals. They're all yeah, animals. Animal-y. I'm actually going to be talking about an animal that has quite short stubby legs. Yay. Yay. So when you guys think about Queen Elizabeth, what animal do you think of immediately? 
her corgis. Corgis, right? <laughs> I love her corgis. <laughs> right. I mean, those things are on coins. They're statues. They're in Vanity Fair. They're definitely what you think of when you think I, about Queen Elizabeth. I assume she has like 25 of them as well. I mean, like it's a herd of them is what it feels like. Right. <laughs> so actually, when I was like planning out how to like tell you guys all this great information, my second fact I wanted to tell you guys is that currently Queen Elizabeth does not own any corgis. What kind of a world do we live in where she does not have any corgis? No, it. It's kind of sweet, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was back in 2015. Um, she decided she did not want to breed any more corgis because she did not want to leave any young dogs behind when she passed. Oh. Right. That means she's preparing for her. Oh, my God. Right. <laughs> okay, that's very, very sweet. I think Bonnie's going to cry. <laughs> she's going to adopt some older corgis. True, right? Some geriatric corgis. No. She does still have dogs. She has two dorgies. Dorgies? Dorgies. What are, are dorgies? They are dachshund corgi mixes. So there's short legs on top of short legs on top of... Like long body, right? Or I guess the corgi already has a long body, but yeah. Oh my God. Do they still dorgies. have a little like wiggly butt? I believe so. There's still oh a wiggly God. butt involved. Yeah. That's amazing. So, yeah. I mean... I know a lot of, I feel like I've heard about the royal family adopting dogs, mm-hmm. um, but Queen Elizabeth, as far as I can tell, she just kind of had her own corgi dynasty. <laughs> like It's a good way to put it. Right. They, she's had corgis since she was seven years old. Oh. Yes. And I don't know if it started back then, but I know for a long time um, she was breeding her own corgis with like her beloved corgi so she was like you are such a great corgi i shall have you have puppies uh, to keep more of your corgis going gotcha keep the lineage said it just like that mm, dun, dun, just dun, dun. like that so <laughs> so she's had this you know long line of corgis and she would um keep them as pets at palace and she would also gift them to people she oh, never saw wow. any of her corgis but oh. she's given many many corgis away can you imagine getting a right. corgi from the queen? Holy crap. <laughs> right? It's amazing. Screw those, like, hold the, the crown jewels. I want a corgi. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, I would say that, but in my corgi, queen, queen corgi, yes. queen corgi um, research, I don't know. I think these corgis know that they are royal corgis. Oh, are they a little bit of bitches? Oh, see what I did there? Yes, um, they're a little bit of bitches. Look yes. at that, a double entendre. <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm not really familiar with the corgi breed. Like, I've never yeah. visited in person with a corgi. Um, but her corgis kind of seem like they might be a little bit mean. Oh. Of them. They're cute, but kind of mean, right? A little stuffy, little, a little royal. Maybe. Uh, spoiled might be the word for it. Mm-hmm. Well, these corgis do have their own room oh. at the palace. Um, and her her mother, Elizabeth, mm-hmm. um, what was, how the did they Queen mother, the queen mother, mm-hmm. or mum, yes. <laughs> uh, she started a tradition where the corgis would sleep in wicker baskets raised above the floor so they wouldn't feel drafts. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so the royal, royal corgis um, live in their own room and have wicker baskets they sleep in. Wow. Yes. They That's eat the life. Meals prepared by a gourmet chef. Of course. They have fresh rabbit and other meats and biscuits. Wow. All right. So they are very well-fed corgis. So <laughs> I, I guess I get how this could go to your head. Yeah. Um, but they've had very quite a few incidences of the corgis nipping or biting people. Oh, no, the scandal. Right. <laughs> I think they know they can get away with it. Yeah, probably. They're like Royal Clock Turner and bite him. Right. The guy delivering the mail, him too. <laughs> oh, 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 no. Yes, right. So I thought I had like a super cute quirky story for you guys, but there's some tragedy in my quirky story as well. Well, I would think so. I mean, the queen just celebrated her 94th birthday. Right. There has to be some corgis that didn't make it. <laughs> 94 years. <laughs> Not everyone can live as long as the queen. Correct. No, but I'm saying like some of the jerk corgis. Well, yes. Apparently one of her corgis um, rounded up a bunch of other fellow corgis and they went and attacked another fellow corgi and killed it. Oh. Like gang what? style? Like, <laughs> killed it. Yeah. God. Yeah, I'm going to give you the name of this corgi. Wow. How many many corgis were we talking about in this gang of (laughs) corgis, right? What makes a gang of corgis? Two? (sighs) Okay. (laughs) Seven. Oh. Ah. One of them's name was Liam Neeson. (laughs) Got a certain set of skills. I'm trying to find where they attacked all the other corgis. I did see that in 1991, the queen was bitten after trying to break up a fight between 10 or so of her corgis. Wow. She I mean, there might be the start of the problem. <laughs> wow. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, there it is. And in 1989, the queen mother's dog, Ranger, led a pack of corgis that attacked and killed the queen's beloved dorgy, Chipper. Aww. Oh, no. Do you you think the Dorgie's blood wasn't royal enough? (laughs) Maybe. They're like, he is not one of us. If you name, like, if you name a Corgi Ranger, that sounds like a leader of some sort of... And it was like... It sounds like bad shit. And it was late 80s, (laughs) so is it like Texas Walker Ranger? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That sounds like some Chuck Norris shit right there. Like, if you name your dog Ranger, what do you expect? He's gonna, like, he's gonna Mm -hmm. think he's, like, some kind of... Yeah, I don't know. Alpha dog. Oh, I did it again. Right. So, but Queen Elizabeth is aware of her corgi's quirkiness. Um, So they actually, for a time, employed a dog psychologist to come in and help train the corgis to behave better. Yes. Right. So I know you guys are kind of asking, like, how many corgis does the queen have, or did she have? Um. And it kind of is varied throughout. I mean, she is 94. Yeah. And she got her first corgi when she was seven years old. I would guess they live between like 12 and 15 or something like that. Something years. like that, right? Yeah. Um, so I can at least tell you that since she was coronated in 1952, she has owned 30 corgis at oh. various times. Okay. All right. 
I would right? actually, I would have guessed more, <laughs> but mm-hmm. that seems, that seems almost normal. <laughs> uh, 30 dogs? I mean, 30 dogs. she could have I a whole bunch of turkeys in my bedroom. Right, exactly. <laughs> the mommy's rocking, you know, at least 30 right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I kind of love this too, because I, I don't know. I know I have a perception in my mind of royalty and it being very proper. So I'm bringing you all the hard-hitting scandals of the Corgis <laughs> to yes. our podcast. Um, and the name of the first Corgi I found quite surprising. The first Corgi that Queen Elizabeth got when she was seven was named Dookie. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Little Dookie, eh? <laughs> like D-O-O-K-I-E, Dookie. Sweet. He probably made a really nice Dookie on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> He's dookie, right? Adorable. Or she was a massive Green Day fan back in the 50s. Yeah. <laughs> she sure looked yeah. ahead of her time. Yeah. yeah. I guess it wouldn't have been the 50s when she was seven. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, as we just talked about, she just celebrated a birthday. Her birthday was April 21st, and she turned 94, um, which makes her the longest lived and longest reigning British monarch. Yeah. I mean, I did some digging into the history of her ruling, mm-hmm. and it's England and her kingdom has changed drastically in the mm-hmm. amount of time since she ruled. Yeah. Like when she ruled, mm-hmm. they still had colonies. Right, right. And a lot of imperialism. So she helped, um, you know, reverse the policies and basically bring um, them to modern day politics and where they are now. Mm-hmm. and they're standing in the world I mean I know that um they have their parliament and everything like that too but she was influential in everything that happened yeah and the changing over of, yeah mm-hmm. British politics but I know that she's always been very dedicated to her position um and I don't know if you guys will find this surprising but it was never thought that she would become queen right mm-hmm. You guys know, yeah. Um, I, I did watch was, The Crown. <laughs> ah. Yeah, and I didn't know that because I haven't watched The Crown. Oh, so I, I, haven't, I haven't watched it either, yes. Yeah, the King's Speech. Okay. A whole bunch of people, uh, well, a, a weird, a lot of people died and abdicated the throne. So she shouldn't, uh, she shouldn't okay. have, like, she did not expect that it would happen in her life. Sorry, Katie, go ahead. Right. No, 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 that's totally fine. That's absolutely correct. I did more of my research on the corgis. That's fair. That's the focus. Yes. So I did mine on Netflix. Well, how far right. down the line are the corgis for the throne? <laughs> right. right. Exactly. That's actually what we need to know. Like, are any of them above poor Henry? <laughs> oh, yes. Um, she actually has fired staff before over her corgis. Um, at least I saw one example of that, and it was for a justified reason. I guess there was a footman that thought it would be funny to give the corgis alcohol oh, and no. get the corgis drunk. Yeah. Well, they're already little bitches. Right. <laughs> so like, probably yeah. not a good idea to put alcohol no. in the equation. <laughs> no. So he was promptly relieved of his post. Of yeah. Getting the corgis drunk, but. Makes sense. Yes. Um, I thought another cool fact that our listeners would enjoy um, to know is that Queen Elizabeth is the longest serving female head of state in world history. Oh, wow. Yeah, that makes sense. Amazing. So, what? so maybe I'm just not 
up to speed. So what is her, like, how does she fit in with like the prime minister and the parliament and anyone want to jump in and explain? She, it, she doesn't have any governmental point? control, but she okay. is an advisor and it's been less and less of a position of power throughout her reign actually, okay. but yes. she's an advisor. They are, okay. they are the noble heads of state. They are almost like the spokespeople and ambassadors to what it is to be British, but have no real power. Just so influence. Then is, so then yeah, what influence. does it mean? What does it mean when like Megan and Harry say that they're not going to be part of the royal family anymore? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> because they they're still going to do ambassadorships. They're still going to do goodwill missions. They're still going they to represent their country. But then they're country. like not. But they're not in line for like inheritance or something like that. Is that uh, they, they still don't might get be allowing money? Like less of an allowance. Something okay. like that. They've even talked okay. about not even paying the, you know, getting away from the paying of the state and stuff like that. So, okay. I just curious. Yeah. Thanks for clearing that up. <laughs> it's more of a, it's an honorary, you know, it, yeah. to a certain, it's, it's important to the people, but at the same time, there's no uh, less power there than there used to be. <laughs> yeah. And that has to be such an interesting time to have reigned and to help uh, you know transition lead, uh, transition all of that yeah um, she definitely has a real sense of um, family and responsibility it's really important to her um, that she fills this role for her subjects mm-hmm. that she um, oh I don't know how to put it but that she that they know she cares about them and she wants what's best for people in England yeah um, so and in fact, I thought it was kind of from our gal's guide perspective, interesting to know um, that when she married Prince Philip, they had to discuss once they had children, what would basically their last name be, right? right? Um, oh, and she chose to though. stick with her family name, mm-hmm. Wales, and continue that through the line. And I guess there was even a quote from Prince Philip about him being... Um, the only person in the land that couldn't give his kids his last name. Yep. But she did eventually compromise, and once the um, queen mother died, she hyphenated it. Yeah, there you go. Wales Mountain. Mountbatten. Mountbatten. I'm starting to realize how obsessive I am about British culture. (laughs) No, but it's helpful for this kind of situation, because I don't know. So I just watched... I watched yeah. Elizabeth yesterday, which is, you know, like a couple of little, not Elizabeth II, which is the one we're talking about, yeah. but like the other Elizabeth, like, I love my British you know, history. It's weird. <laughs> I was also thinking with, was that, wait, was that also Tilda Swinton or was that no, someone else? that is no. Kate Blanchett, my yeah. dear. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Wrong blonde. Wrong blonde. I know, actress. but they were right <laughs> at the same time, like Orlando and the first Elizabeth came out the same time. And I was just like, okay, this is that's a baby Kate Blanchett right now. Yeah. Okay. That's mm-hmm. probably what I was thinking. I was like, maybe that's our connection now. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah. not I'll back anyway, that up. Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she was making me kind of on the subject of the names and how last month we talked about Lucille Ball and how she named her daughter Lucille or Lucy. Um, And kind of that being a badass move because you hear about men having the family name continue and there's all these juniors and stuff, but being a woman and being like, "Mm, she's going to be Elizabeth too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm amazing. And I made this one, so it's Elizabeth. 
Yes. I was kind of digging it, but <laughs> I like it. <laughs> um, I also wanted to mention that, of course, um, Queen Elizabeth came into her um, early teenage years during World War II mm-hmm. um, and into her later teens. And so she really grew up um, with that sense of responsibility and made her first public address in that age period, that younger age group um, to the nation about standing strong with them and, and all of that. Um, and then in 1945, she actually got an honorary position on the Auxiliary Territorial Service. And I thought this was really cool to know. She trained as a driver and a mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> so like Queen has some mechanical skills and I love that yes she does <laughs> when the last time she drove a car right <laughs> but that's she only because she's 94 and doesn't have to right. Phil- but sure. didn't like Philip get in an accident recently or... Philip's done a lot of oh. yeah maybe okay, we'll not talk about him we're talking about gals not Philip. <laughs> no it's fine Philip's weird <laughs> we'll like kind of Queen is apparently the only one that's allowed to drive uh her car through this like one park oh yeah cut right through it whenever the heck she wants like go off-roading in the park that's right that's sweet i don't know when the last time it is that she did that (laughs) right exactly (laughs) 1974 there was something where some ambassador came and didn't like her and was kind of like off put by dealing with a woman she (laughs) took took him out for a drive and like terrified him (laughs) that'll do it (laughs) (laughs) I was actually thinking um, as I researched this about I've seen some kind of meme or different things online where the woman's driving the car and her dogs are in the passenger seat and like the dudes in the back seat have you guys seen that one on the internet no and I was just I was just I was imagining the queen driving around with all of her corgis in the front and Prince Philip Philip in the the back yeah totally (laughs) those are corgis um i wanted to share this with bonnie um that in 2007 the queen had five corgis five cocker spaniels and four dorgies nice right look at that and some goals right life goals (laughs) (laughs) so the queen is definitely a huge animal lover um she's also really into horses Um, I learned in my research that she also insisted on caring for her corgis herself. So she would like take care of them and clean their kennels and, and just be their, their person. Nice. Wouldn't hand that over to to other people. Um, (laughs) You know, maybe not as down to earth as that sounds. Cause I also read about how her and her sister, when they were young um, and had corgis, they would feed them themselves. But the containers, like the little, I'm assuming they're like little silver platters of food, would be held by footmen. Ah, oh, mm-hmm. right. So you, the footmen would be there holding it, and then the queen would, you know, hand feed her corgis. On a silver platter with a silver spoon. And yes. <laughs> Same um, but different. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I've been all over the place for this. Um, but I did want to get this info out to you guys because I just thought it was so adorable. And it made me wonder a little bit about if this is part of why the queen loved Corgi so much. Um, so the queen, for a while in her young adolescence, they were talking about using, basically not using her, but like making part of her duty being having a connection to whales. Oh, okay. And like smooth over relations. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's, she spent time there and I know she has a really 
a connection to whales. Mm-hmm. So um, the name Corgi actually comes from the Welsh language. Ah. The C-O-R, core part, means dwarf in Welsh language, and the G-I means dog. Oh, so it's the dwarf so dog, because they have right? little legs. <laughs> yes. And then according to um, Welsh lore, that corgis were the preferred mount of fairy warriors. <gasps> nice. So fairy right? warriors, like basically Tinkerbell, ride the corgi. Corgis, Right. Yes. And swore. Um, and they went so far as to say the markings on the corgis um, were the markings left by fairy harnesses and saddles. Mm. <laughs> I need a corgi. That's so cute. Right? <laughs> that is adorable. Yes. Oh, that's too cute. So for all of our listeners and or viewers, if you want to get a look at the Queen's corgis, um, they were featured in the 2012 Olympic opening where she was with James Bond. Do you guys kind of remember that? Mm-hmm. <gasps> I don't know why I don't remember it, but That's I want to okay. go look at it now. Yeah, maybe I didn't. Yeah, maybe I missed the that. Spice Girls, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we can totally link it, but Daniel Craig yes. comes to the palace and the corgis are there to greet him, of course. And he goes and gets the queen and there's like some videos of corgis rolling and being adorable. Yes. And then video of them, uh, the queen and james bond getting in a helicopter and then naturally what they did was parachute into the olympic arena of course that's what she mm-hmm. did yes. she totally did i like it yeah. <laughs> 2012 so we For can have that country. in the show notes exactly. yes totally um but i totally love learning about um queen elizabeth's affection for her corgis and just yeah. kind of who who she is as a person and ruler um and queen and just fascinating person. So yeah. thank you guys for listening. Any questions for me? I love that you covered the ducks because I mean, like I, I'm learning about myself of how obsessed I am with um, British royalty and British culture, but I did not know much about her dog. So it's right. like you're, you're filling that hole. <laughs> Good. I, just... I honestly just want you to think of them as like really spoiled blue butted, blooded corgis. Yes. But, you know, not all of them were snooty. Some of them were jerks. It happens. Not, not I mean, some human beings are jerks. Oh, she had her beloved Susan, although Susan was the one that bit the clock winder. Susan. But, um, Susan went with her and Prince Philip on their honeymoon. Oh. Yeah. Who was it? Was it um, Bonnie, your lady? Yeah. Had her dog go on her honeymoon. Yeah, her, her, it was technically her sister's dog. So her sister was like, I'm going to need my dog back for my honeymoon. <laughs> ah, got it. So, so animals in movie theaters and animals on honeymoons. And Let's do it. a bear posing behind you as you take your wildlife photo. <laughs> exactly. These are, these are the things we need in, in our lives. Accurate. Did they, yeah. did they mention if her, like, so I'm assuming they have like a royal vet? or somebody that's on staff to like kind of keep an eye on their health issues or did that come up in your research at all? I didn't, I didn't see that in my research. Huh. The only um, okay. time they talked about like, well, I, I did read that um, they had a prescribed diet mm-hmm. corgis okay. yeah, to keep them in optimal health. So I'm sure they definitely had people attending to that. So then that was prepared by gourmet chefs for them. <laughs> Um, right. And then, nutritionists and, and you know. right. <laughs> so they definitely had their professional people. Um, the only one by name was the psychologist that came to work with the oh. corgis to stop nipping people. That is lovely. 
Yeah. Did Caesar Milan ever? Sorry, the dog whisperer. Yeah. <laughs> I right. was thinking the same thing. I was wondering if it was. Him I know exactly. Yeah. I was trying to look for his name. Not that it would it'd mean a lot to us, but if it was uh, Jackson Galaxy. No, I'm sorry. He does. <laughs> he's cats. He's the cat. Is he cat guy? Uh, exactly. <laughs> Oh, uh, no, that was the chauffeur. One of them got the chauffeur. <gasps> oh, no. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> when yeah. you have spoiled little, beautiful little warrior dogs, those dogs are warriors. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Name Ranger. Be fierce. If your dog's named after Texas Walker or Walker, Texas Ranger, you're, you're asking for it. Right, exactly. You should have known better. <laughs> <Venice. laughs> yeah. uh, Oh, fantastic. I think that is a beautiful way to end Pet Month <laughs> on a <Good>. royal note. <laughs> yes. Well, that wraps it up for Animal Month. Join us next Monday as we celebrate all the colors of the rainbow when we begin LGBTQ Pride Month. Thank you so much for listening. For show notes, links, and images from this week's show, visit galsguide.org. Want exclusive stuff like deleted bits and major bloopers? Become a Gals Guide patron today. Thanks for listening. <laughs>